Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Welcome to episode 21 of From the Den, where today we're going to be discussing AFC predictions. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go into the NFC this time because that's for next episode, but this can, this can be exciting stuff. We have some great teams in the AFC, the defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to get into all this. They have a lot of interesting things, and I can't wait to get into it. They have a lot of interesting things. Oren is a man, is, is one with his words, but yeah, we are... Going to be going over all of the records, doing predictions for each record. You're going to hear Oren and my predictions, and hopefully we can get into some good debates. Uh, Let's get right into it. Starting off with the top regular season record in the NFL last year, going 14-2, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, You want me to start off with with my prediction for them? So like I said, the Baltimore Ravens were the top regular season team last year with the emergence of MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson. And they seem to have not much has changed in their offense or defense this year. But one major thing that really started yesterday was Earl Thomas, uh, which for those of you who don't know, there's a lot of drama going on right now with the Ravens and Earl Thomas, who is their Pro Bowl safety. Uh, it seems like that they might actually kick him off the team after there were some scuttles going on in uh, practice. So, I think that that can cause a lot of drama. And I also um, will get into the other teams in this division later, but I actually expect because of that, I expect uh, somewhat of a downfall for the Baltimore Ravens. And that's why I actually have them going 11 and five this year, which is still a great record. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely a significant drop from last year and a significant uh, games that significant games that they have. I have, um, the Cowboys beating them, and I don't think anything else that crazy. I have the uh, New England Patriots beating them. Sorry if I went on too long there. So just just to clarify, but um, Earl Thomas was released. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I'm actually I was surprised that he was released, but okay. I similar to you, the Baltimore Ravens are a great team, and I, I have them going far in the playoffs. But I really think that they're going to add decline a bit in the regular season. They're going to, I think that they're going to beat the, um, they're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs week three, which is going to be a huge game on Monday Night Football. I, I'm yeah, it's a great game. Game. I actually, I had the Chiefs over the Ravens there, but I can see where you're coming from with that. And I think that they're just going to be a few games. Like, I think they're going to lose to Cleveland one time. I think they're going to lose to yeah. Dallas, Tennessee. Yeah, they actually lost to Cleveland last year. So I don't, that pick isn't I'll, I think I'll get them at a record of 11 and five. Oh, okay. So, but they're not winning my division. They don't win the AFC South for me. You'll see. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. So now next team, if we're going alphabetically here would be the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'll go first. I'll just go first on everyone in the AFC North and then you can go first on everyone in the South and so on. Okay. So Cleveland Browns, one of the most highly hyped up teams in 2019. We've talked about this. They had an amazing roster with uh, one of some of the best wide receiver corp like Odo Beckham Jr., Har- Jarvis Landry, uh, and Baker Mayfield, who after his rookie season was looking great, and also a stout defense with uh, Miles Garrett and Ward. They have yeah, a very- Ward exactly. So they were looking very stacked, and they were kind of everyone's sleeper pick. And I say that with quotations because so many people had them as sleepers that I don't even know if it counts anymore. But 
they truly disappointed last year, as every NFL fan knows. Finishing the season with a record of, I'm not even sure, but I think it was like 6-10 and 10 around. Sounds right. Um, this year, I anticipate a bit more of a bounce back and some hope in Cleveland, but not too much. I still think they'll need a bit more time to progress, although they do have one of the best rosters in football. That's why I have them going seven and nine this year. Uh, One of their significant wins would be. hmm, I don't know. I can't even find. I think that I have them winning a lot of the easy games. I guess I have them over the Indianapolis Colts. So I think that's the best team I have them beating. I also have them over the Indianapolis Colts. I have them going nine and seven. Okay. They, they have the thing is what what I think what's great about them is they hired Kevin Stefanski, who played who is the offensive coordinator or yeah in Minnesota. And what he's great at is he he makes bad or okay quarterbacks look good because what they do is they run the ball a lot and then throw it off of play action. Won't that work perfect for the Browns? Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, two great running backs. Baker Mayfield on the run, throwing it to Jarvis Landry and OBJ. Sounds like a great equation. The only reason why I'm boosting them so much, I think they'll go nine and seven. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because they're the Browns. I know it's just such a stupid reason to. Oh no, yeah, I do. I do understand that though. But the Browns have such a terrible ownership, and it goes when you have such a terrible. Oh, we have such terrible owners and such terrible culture. It goes back down to your players. It's nearly impossible for a Browns team, no matter how good they'll be, to be successful just because of how terrible their owners are and how terribly they're managed. Yeah, I mean, they've had a few good seasons, and I think that for Browns, it was looking like the curse was going to end last year, and it clearly didn't. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Right now, we're pretty much agreeing. I hope that we can get some arguments at some point, but I'll I'll let it come, and I'm not going to do anything artificially. So moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals. Last year, one of the worst teams in football, and now, of course, they drafted Joe Burrow, who is one of my favorite quarterbacks ever coming out of college, Oren would have something to say about that since he thinks that Tua is going to be better this year, but that's fine. He'll, he'll talk about that himself. I, I think a lot of the people have Cincinnati going uh, like being one of the worst teams in football. I agree with that, but I still have them going five and 11 because I think that people are underrating this offense. It's got Joe Burrow, who I think will still will do great in his rookie season. And he's got great weapons around him like Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd and AJ green. So I think that that offense alone will be able to, um, will allow the Bengals to steal some games from teams who maybe weren't expecting it. I've got them beating the Cleveland Browns and then also some easy games. I've got them over the Giants, over the Red, uh, sorry, excuse me, the Washington football team, the Dolphins. So I've got them going five and 11, nothing too significant, but people after this season, I think Cincinnati fans should be hopeful. So I think that Cincinnati, I don't think they're an amazing team. I think that they have a good, they have a good future, but they have a terrible defense. They really, they do have a terrible defense. Yeah, I will agree with that. They really lack in that, and their offense, I don't think, will be elite enough to be able to carry their defense. Like, I don't know if they'll even be a top ten offense. They have Mixon, but they have a terrible offensive line. Like, terrible. Yeah, but also, okay, Joe Burrow. I think I'm, I might be just overhyping Joe Burrow here, but I really do love this guy, um, and he. He has a great ability to um, make something out of nothing, as I was saying last week, and he's great on the scramble. So I, I really have confidence in, ability, in his ability to, even if there's a bad offensive line, I think he can make something out of nothing and at least generate enough offensive value to steal some games from and, and teams that aren't even great. Yeah, and I think that what's so great about the Bengals 
is that they, they're they not good, but they're for sure able to steal games, like you said. That's what's great about the Bengals. Yeah, I think what I'm basically, I'm saying they have enough weapons that they will take some games. Like they're not completely depleted like some other teams that we'll discuss. So that's why I have them going there. Yeah. I think that the Bengals, I have them going four and 12 just for okay. the fact. Yeah. So the fact that Joe Burrow is going to be a slight improvement over what they had last year. And I, how, what did they go? They went maybe one in 15, something terrible. But I think that just Burrow is going to be able to win them two or three games. I think towards the end of the year, they'll improve greatly after that. Yeah. They went two and 14 last season. Yeah. Um, but moving on now, you said that you had, uh, uh, you didn't have the Ravens winning the division. So clearly you've got the, Steelers winning the division and guess what Oren so do I (laughs) it's just kind of annoying because I'm sure that you had that as some bold prediction yeah all of me hating on you about picking Ben Roethlisberger to win comeback player of the year but to me I thought about it and it just kind of clearly obvious clearly obvious that's a little bit redundant but it was clear in my mind what would go on uh with the Steelers they have one of the most stacked defenses this year with Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt, two guys who Minka Fitzpatrick played incredibly well in just like half a season in, uh, when he was traded to the Steelers last year. Uh, TJ Watt is a rising star waiting to break out. And then as for this offense, um, their head coach was able to, um, he was able to lead, take them to 500 when they were without their starting quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. And they've still got Juju Smith-Schuster, who I think is a solid wide receiver, who's, you know, lost a little bit of the hype after last year. Uh, James Conner is a good running back and Ben Roethlisberger. So they still got a pretty solid offense. And um, their head coach, whose name I'm blanking on right now. Mike Tomlin. Thank you. Mike Tomlin has never, uh, the Steelers have never been under 500 with Mike Tomlin, which is a statistic that I found very interesting. So that's why I have these Steelers going 12 and four this season over the Baltimore Ravens, and I have them winning one out of two of the games against the Ravens. Okay. So what I think is so interesting about the Steelers, I have them having the same record as the Ravens. I have them going 11-5. and five. Okay. But I have them having, I think, the tiebreaker just for the fact that they go 5-1 in the, they go five and one in the division while the Ravens go 4-2. and two. Yeah, I had them at 5-1 and one in the division as well. And... I have, I think the, the Ravens won one game and the Steelers won the other. Mm-hmm. But what I think is so interesting is that what are the Steelers' real holes? They have a very elite defense who, even if they do regress from last year, because it's hard to maintain consistently dominant defenses, even if they regress from one to maybe four or five, still a ridiculous defense. They had the number one defense last year? Probably number one, two, or maybe three, somewhere around Not that. number one, I'll tell you that, because the Patriots are number one. You're forgetting about the Pats. Yeah, 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 top top three, okay. Top, three, top four. Maybe they regress to seven, but still, my point is that even in worst case scenario, they regress to seven. They have Roethlisberger, who's a solid quarterback, mm-hmm. solid weapons. They got Eric Ebron, and they have James Conner, who's a solid running back. A great offensive line. I mean, what holes do they really have? A great coach. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see a reason for them to be bad. The only thing, the only way that I see the Steelers regressing is Ben Roethlisberger is old and injured, like I was saying a little while ago. And this offense is has always been pretty great, but I don't like it's not it's not as good as it's been years prior when they had Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. So I think this offense could, if this offense takes a turn for the worse, then I could see them. They could still be pretty good, but they wouldn't be winning the division or anything. Um, 
So I think the, the, the worst case scenario is that this, the Steelers offense does not play to its potential. And that that's, that's one way, like one hole or whatever you'd like to say. Yeah. I see that as a hole of theirs because they could not play up to their potential, but it really doesn't matter. I see them as a team that's more of a, I know it's crazy because the Steelers, I feel like are a team that people aren't predicting. I'm not saying I'm predicting to do well, but some people are like, they're an underdog team. Yeah. And I can't really see doing that bad. I can't see them going under 500. Mm-hmm. I mean, it okay. kind of bet. Okay. So going on to the AFC South, starting off with the Houston Texans. I have the Texans going nine and seven. Okay. Go on. I'm not very high on the Texans. I think they, I, they had momentum last year and Watson's great, but they really don't have the same weapons. I think that their team's a bit worse and I have them second in the division and they're, I, they make, they do make the playoffs as the last wildcard team. Mm-hmm. I have the Houston Texans going seven and nine, actually. So you were saying you're not high in the Texans. I'm even less high in the Texans. I, Hot take here. No, I'm joking. Bill O'Brien is not a great coach. Um, he's had teams with success, but okay. It's it's always the question of with a coach like this, is Bill O'Brien what's uh, making the Texans as good as they are, or is he truly holding back the team? And my suspicion is that he's actually holding back the team because of they've had so much talent on their team for so long. The fact that they've never able uh, been able to go farther than an AFC championship is kind of saddening that they've had so much talent through Deshaun Watson, um, DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt, Davian Clowney. You know, they've had like, this is a team that always, that never fails to disappoint. And I think that they will be disappointing this year after trading away DeAndre Hopkins. I think that there will, there seem like a team with a lot of, with a messed up culture and a lot of issues going on. That's why I have them going seven and nine. I do think that uh, Deshaun Watson will be able to keep them in games alone and they don't have the worst wide receivers in the league, but of course they took a massive, massive hit by losing DeAndre Hopkins and gaining so little. Uh, some significant games I have, I have them beating the Tennessee Titans. Um, I have Jacksonville beating them actually, because I could just, I don't know, I, I can imagine that. And I have the Cleveland Browns beating them. And those are the significant games that I have. So I'm just going to argue against what, you, what you're okay, saying. Go on, go on. Do you really think that Deshaun Watson is going to go under 500? I mean, their team might not be amazing, but they still have Brandon Cooks. No disrespect to Deshaun Watson, but this team is I, – I see a lot of um, – I see a lot of culture going wrong in this team, and I don't think that he'll be able to do it himself. But they have a solid defense. They have they, solid- their defense is not very great. They, they have a pretty – who's on the secondary? Yeah. Exactly. They don't have a set. They have, they have one offensive. They have, they have a, their pass rushers are JJ Watt, who's consistently injured and their secondary is kind of depleted and they have a below average secondary. Uh, and I think that, like I said, Deshaun Watson will be able to keep them in games, but I just, they seem like a team that's on the, the eight downward turn since um, that terrible loss to the chiefs in which they had a 24 point lead. And yeah, we all know what happened. Yeah, I mean they have Justin Reed and Bradley Roby, but still, I'm not I'm not here to really argue for those players. They're not elite players, but I think that I still don't. I just can't see Deshaun Watson going under 500. I mean, he's just he's such an elite player. I mean, sometimes quarterback can carry their team even if they have a below average. I mean, I mean Aaron Rodgers went under. I mean, I know it's a totally different situation, but Aaron Rodgers went under 500 only a few years ago. 
in 2018. They went seven and nine and they just, I don't know. That's just what I, my, my premonition. Yeah. I don't know. Now we're going to go look at the Indianapolis Colts. I have the Indianapolis Colts going 10 and six and winning the division. Hmm. All right. Okay. I think they're, they're a good team. I don't, I'm not very high on rivers. I think rivers is, but he's better than Brissett who they had last year. They got running back, they have receivers, they have probably the best offensive line in the league, and they have a solid defense. I uh, okay, okay. Can I I'm gonna dispute that. Go ahead. Pretty hard. Um one, I, I don't understand the hype for the Colts. They're not the hype, but I think that generally people are have a positive outlook on the Colts this year. I have them going eight and eight, so I, it's not like I hate the Colts that much. But what I see in the Colts is Phillip Rivers, an old quarterback. I have no reason to believe that he'll play like the Phillip Rivers of two years ago, where he's a top five quarterback, versus the Phillip Rivers of last year, where he was seems very washed and old and turnover prone. I have no reason to believe that he won't be that turnover prone Phillip Rivers, especially he's not getting any younger. Um, I don't, I don't, there's not much to like on that defense aside from uh, a few guys on the defensive line. Um, as for the offense, they've got some weird um, running back duo with Marlon Mack and the guy that they just drafted out of Wisconsin, Jonathan um, Taylor. Yeah. So uh, T.Y. Hilton is on their team. They're, they're fine, but I just don't see, there's not that much for me to like. They don't seem that exciting to me. They don't seem like a team that can consistently win games. And I don't have that much faith in Phillip Rivers as he's kind of been consistently, he's, he's a great good quarterback, but he's never really taken a team that far. So I've got him going eight and eight. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, but to, to be fair, I don't think that there's that much. There's not one clear. Um, there's not one team rising above the pack this year in that division. I agree that there's not one team definitively rising above the pack, but the Colts have DeForest Buckner, Justin Houston, Darius Leonard, Malik Hooker. They have a solid defense, best offensive line in the league. In my opinion, I think Jonathan Taylor and so the said, I don't understand how that they, they just got Quinn and Nelson and now it's suddenly the best in the league. Like they were the worst in the league. No, it was for a while. They had a big terrible. Andrew, that's the reason Andrew Luck retired early. And then they got Quinn and Nelson, who's a great player, but it, you think they're the best in the league now? Yeah. They have Cowboys, what about Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Anthony Costanzo. They have Braden Smith. Those are all four Pro Bowl to two top offensive linemen in the league. They did is they got the the Andrew Lux last year. They got Quinton Nelson. I think they got Braden Smith. I could be wrong. And they had Ryan Kelly. They Anthony Costanzo was there. They had a bad offensive line, but the year for the Colts was they had a with Andrew Luck. They had a great offensive line, and I think that having a great offensive line for a quarterback is so important on two two different perspectives. You can say it's so great because they can run the ball. So great because you won't get hit all the time, especially Philip Rivers, who's not a mobile quarterback. Philip Rivers can stay in the pocket and be protected, throw to his receivers. Yeah, but Philip, okay, I don't know. You couldn't really do that in LA. I mean, I see the argument that could be made that they're not good, but I just think that they have a lot of talent on their team and they're going to come out of this lackluster division. I, I just think the Indianapolis Colts are a team that screams mediocrity when I look at them. They've got a few talented guys. But over, I don't think that there's no like I was saying. It's I don't think they're gonna rise above the pack, and that's why I have them going eight and eight, five hundred, exactly average, mediocre. Okay. All right. All right. So on to the next team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
I'm not very high on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't really see that much potential in them, that much hype in them. I have them going two and 14. I could be wrong, but that is the tied for the lowest in the whole NFL. Spoiler alert. Oh, okay. But two and 14, I mean, I don't really see them. They, I have them beating the Titans, which I think is an interesting win. <laughs> I think that they can come out. Actually, I have them beating the Titans. Those are the only team that I have them beating the Titans twice. That's the only uh, game. Uh, what? That's ridiculous, and I think you know that, but now you can't correct it. Yeah, I can't correct it, but I also that think that's ridiculous. Honestly, thinking about it, I don't think it's that ridiculous. I think that they're not an amazing team. The I don't, I'm not very high on the Titans. They're fine. I know. We'll get to it. I feel like the Jaguars will be able to slow down a bit Henry, and I think that's that's all that they really need to do. I get that Tannehill is good, but I think that Tannehill is so great because Henry's dominant. Well, we'll get, just, just wait until I talk about the Jaguars to get onto the Titans. All right, fine. Jaguars suck. They, I got them going 3-13 and 13 also for basically the same reasons as you. The wins I have them getting are against the Miami Dolphins, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Indianapolis Colts, actually, in Week 17. I thought that maybe if the Colts are going to make the playoffs, it might be a nothing game anyway, so that's why I did that. Um, I think you've said what there is to say about the Jaguars. They What once was the top defense in the league is now co- totally depleted with yeah. even the few guys left on their team requesting trades. And this offense, they've got Gardner Minshew, that's hopeful, and they've got a few young guys at wide receiver and still Leonard Fournette. So this offense could be maybe top 15, but that's still nothing. The defense is terrible, and top fifth, probably 15th is not, is the best-case scenario for that offense. Like so that. they it's really like, got nothing. Stuff, stuff goes well, then they can go 5-11 and 11 and have the top 15 offense. But, I mean, that's really their ceiling. They don't have a incredibly high ceiling. I don't really see them doing that well. Mm-hmm. All right, on to the Tennessee Titans. I have them going 7-9. and nine. I think I think you like the Tennessee Titans. I don't yeah, see – Yeah, no, is it – what was it? What made you tell that I like the Titans? Was it the Ryan Tannehill jersey I'm wearing, huh? I think Tannehill was on a roll, and so was Henry, and I think that they're both great players. But I just – I mean, I think that the NFL has a whole offseason to figure out how to slow down Henry in the slightest. I'm not saying they're going to stop him. I'm not saying – I'm not even sure that that's possible. He's huge and he's fast. I mean – I'm he's so ready. But, but if they start to slow him down, then it takes away the threat of Tannehill – and then if the threat of Tannehill's gone and their offense is not as dominant anymore and their defense isn't really that scary. I Okay, here we go. I don't understand. I, I think I'll, nearly I've been looking through NFL analysts and so many people have the Titans declining. And something that infuriates me is that those same people are the ones that have the Colts doing well. And my question to those people and to you, Oren, what makes you believe that, for example, Philip Rivers will suddenly do better and not be the turnover? Okay, so sorry, let me let me backtrack for a second here. A main reason why people say they don't like the Titans is because they say, oh, Ryan Tannehill is not going to be able to maintain what he did last season. He was never, he was always a mediocre quarterback. But I think that that's dumb because Ryan, this was Ryan Tannehill's first season in a actually good system. So I think that if anything, it proves how good Ryan Tannehill can be when he's in a different system. He took them to, he, I think he only lost one game when he came in. He had the top passer rating in the league. I'm not, I'm not telling, saying he's going to be the best quarterback in the NFL next year, but I don't see a reason why he will significantly, significantly move down to a below average quarterback or anything like that. And then to come to juxtapose it and to compare it to 
Philip Rivers, who last year played terribly, those same people are going to say, oh, last year doesn't matter and say that Philip Rivers is going to do well. So why are you giving Philip Rivers a pass and saying that the Colts will do well? While when you're looking at Ryan Tannehill's last season, you'll say that he's going to downgrade. Did that make sense? Yes. First of all, Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill's downgrading is still going to be better than Philip Rivers being better. Let's get this straight. But the Colts, I believe, have better defense, a way better offensive line. Okay, and as okay, as for the defense, the Tennessee Titans, I think, have a pretty underrated defense, especially their secondary. They've got don't they have the the bird guy? I cannot remember names right now. What is his name? I don't know. But they, I think they got a pretty they've got a pretty underrated secondary. If you look at the statistics, they were I'm pretty I I would bank on that. They were top ten last year in the NFL. So I think this defense is being slept on. It's not some average defense. And if, like, what? why do you think that they will decline so much? I, okay, I, I actually, I know why. I know what you said. But people have the entire offseason to scheme against Derrick Henry, but you don't think that the coaches on the Tennessee Titans know that? They can outsmart him. And the, the Tennessee Titans, a part of their game is also, they've got A.J. Brown, who's an emerging wide receiver, they still got Corey Davis, who's been just waiting to break out for the past three years. Uh, so I think Ryan Tannehill can show he's a threat as a pass. I think that, of course, Derrick Henry will be the uh, central part of this offense. But when you've got a guy like Derrick Henry, that's no problem. That shouldn't be a problem. And Ryan Tannehill, can, if he continues this efficiency, then I see this offense doing well and them going, I don't even know if I said their record. I said they will be going 9-7 and seven this season. Only nine and seven. I expect you to say something higher. Oh no, I, I know. <clears throat> I, that's what I was saying. There's no significant team going that high. I still, I have them going nine and seven, which is one game above the Colts. So, but still, I think that they'll win the division just because of how much momentum. This is what you love to talk about. Momentum. You want to talk about momentum? This team went insanely high. They they surpassed all expectations. They just beat a bunch a bunch of good teams. You can't suddenly assume that all of the NFL will be able to figure out Derrick Henry when they were able to upset so many teams in the second half of the season and make their way to the AFC championship. Yeah, you're silenced, aren't you? I can't tell if you just went I think you went out, but I'm gonna say I silenced you. Yeah, okay, he went out. I'm gonna pause him. All right, so all I have to say about the Titans is that, yes, that you can say that they had momentum, but I feel like if a team is driven by momentum one year, that's not necessarily a good thing. I feel like if a team has momentum, then that's driving them a better amount. And this year, they're not going to be able to sustain that momentum as much as they did last year, which can be perceived as a negative thing. And also, I'm not saying that they're going to be bad because they went 9-7 and last year, and they had a lot of momentum going into the playoffs. They won a lot of their last games, they were very hot. And I just can't really see them sustaining how good they were doing last year. Why not? Why not? What changed from their team that you think that they won't do well? All I'm saying is that... No, 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 answer my question. What changed from the Titans that you think they will go, that you think they will drop from... And what were they last year? They went 9-7 and last year. That's what I have them going this year. And half of the season... They had Marcus Mariota, and they were like they start off the season like zero and five or something like zero and four. They start off the season badly. So basically, what changed from this last year to this year that you think that they will suddenly decline? I think that they're just easily. I think that if you if you're able to stop Henry, then their whole team is gone. I so think why? What makes you think that teams will be able to stop Henry? 
Because if you have Holmes, it's not like suddenly you can scheme around him. He's so, if you look, okay, his probably his most famous run two years ago against the Jacksonville Jaguars, the 99 yard touchdown. It wasn't some, it wasn't like he got past one defender and had an easy pass to the end zone. He stiff-armed that entire team, like all the way from from the 10-yard line on one way to the other 10-yard line the other way. He was fighting off defenders that entire way. So it's not like it's it's so easy to tackle him. That's just one play that I'm uh, referring to to prove that he is not so so easy to suddenly tackle Derrick Henry. That's he He's a workhorse, and I think that they can continue to work this offense around him, and I don't see... Even if teams know that they're going to run the ball, it's there's a difference between knowing and be able to, being able to stop it. People know the Kansas City Chiefs are going to chuck it up. That doesn't last, mean last year the the people wouldn't be able to completely stack the box because they were worried that Tannehill would be hot and come out. And I'm not sure that Tannehill will. No, be they weren't team. at the start. Of, you think when Tannehill got the start, people were worried about him? No, not now you, Tannehill is more of a threat. People, I, I don't think so. I think that P. I think that. Yes, to begin with the first week or two, but also people are going to stack the box this year. What? Then, then how do you think? What's the solution that you'd have to combat Derrick Henry and the Titans? You stack the box and let okay. You- then Derek, then then Ryan Tannehill will just chuck it up to Corey Davis, chuck it up to AJ Brown. That's what they were doing. That's how this offense succeeds. That's exactly what happened last year. Why do you? If anything, it should be the opposite. That last year they were able to stack the box, and then Ryan Tannehill threw it a bunch. But now that they have to work around that. Oh, because the, no, because last year there was a clear threat of Tannehill. They weren't able to stack the box. What do you mean by that clear threat of Tannehill? Tannehill, Tannehill was, was not a threat. Nobody expected Tannehill to be good when he came in. Yes, but after two weeks, people realized that he was playing well. That's not was, true. That people, I'm sure Tannehill was underestimated, if anything. There was not, Tannehill was not the reason that people were scheming. It wasn't a clear threat. I don't even know what you're talking about. A clear threat of Tannehill. People, when people are playing the Tennessee Titans, they're not going to say we have to we have to work around Tannehill. They're they're focusing on tackling Henry. So yeah, I, I if, don't you, know. if you if you finish Henry, then I don't see that team doing very well. Yes, were, I, I just think you're making, sound, you're making it sound like finishing Henry or or just Derrick Henry is, is easy is super easy when in no, reality, it's not easy. But if a team is able to contain Derrick Henry, look at the AFC Championship game. They contained Derrick Henry, and look what happened. Yeah, it was still a close game. I mean, not that's any- remarkable. And I'm not saying the Titans are that was against the Chiefs for crying out loud. Okay. Here. The fact that they were able to be winning against the Chiefs anti-championship score. The fact that they were able to be winning against the Chiefs in the first half and they lost by eleven, but that's still a considerably close game. Against the against the defending champions. Uh, team, I clearly I obviously think the Chiefs are better than the Titans. I'm not trying to argue that. But the Titans don't have to play the Chiefs at 16 games. They have to play worse teams, and they're going to beat those teams. You can't the Chiefs also have the best offense in the league. So, of course, they're going to be able to put up. Yeah, that like, momentum won't come over. They don't have to play the Chiefs. But also, if they had the momentum last year, I would have them going 12 and 14, 13 and 3. But they don't have the momentum that they had last year. I'm saying that they, when they played the Chiefs, they had a ridiculous amount of momentum. Mm-hmm. More than any other team in the NFL. Okay. They're not going to have that momentum this year. It's very Why not? Why not? Because it's very unlikely they start the year one and five and then win their first seven games. 
Okay, Less you know, uh, whatever. I want to just move on here because I'll let I'll let the Titans. Also, I had I had Ryan Tannehill in fantasy football. So am I partial? No, of course not. But I, he, you know, he he might have won fantasy for me. So. All right, now we're gonna go to the moving on to the AFC East here. The first team is the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are a confusing team in my mind because I think they have one of the best defenses in the league with guys like I'm really bad with names. I don't even want to try to name players, but Tredavious White, thank you. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick. What? And not Minka Fitzpatrick. Why did I say that? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, see, names uh, are bad today. Mike Hyde. Yeah, Micah Hyde, whatever. They've got a great defense. They've got some pretty great weapons on their offense with um, Devin Singletary, and they drafted a new running back. Um, they also signed Stephon Diggs and got Josh Allen. I mean, didn't get to, and they still have Josh Allen at quarterback. So best case scenario, I think that this team could actually take the division and do very well, but I'm not uh, siding with the best case scenario here. I do not believe that Josh Allen is a great quarterback. I think he's inconsistent. I think he kills drives with uh, overthrowing with receivers. He's got a cannon for an arm, but he's not accurate. And I think that Stefan Diggs, while he's a great receiver, he's also, he comes with the baggage of a lot of drama. And I think that that drama could also carry over to Buffalo. Um, I still think that they can win some games with that great uh, defense of theirs, but I don't trust their offense enough. So I've got them going nine and seven. I have them going nine and seven as well. I'm not a huge fan of Josh Allen. He reminds me a bit of Trubisky. This Bills team reminds me of the Bears last year. If I'm being, if I'm being completely honest, a very good defense, an offense that showed promise last year, but I just can't trust them. Josh Allen, I don't think is a franchise quarterback, and I don't think he'll make that jump. Their defense is going to regress. Mm-hmm. Their offense. Why? Is not- Why are their defense regress? Because it's hard to con- it's hard to consistently have de- good defenses year after year. Yeah, but it wasn't like their defense was the top in the league. I think their defense could be – if their defense was like top 10 last year. I don't see a reason why their defense would go – I don't regress crazily. I'm saying maybe like from like seven to like nine, something like they're not going to improve. Why? I, honestly, I think they could improve. Why not? They, they weren't the top defense in the league. Yeah, but they were – they, they didn't lose anything. I, I, say probably I think it's dumb to base – like you can't, you can't just say they're going to do worse because that's something that happens, even if it is a trend there has to have something has to have happened in free agency or anything aside from just saying that they regress. Cause I don't think that's, I think that's kind of dumb. Fine. But I still think that their defense isn't going to get better. Uh, okay. I don't know why, but whatever. All their right. defense will be pretty good, but go on. I think Josh Allen's a bit overrated. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't see that much potential in their offense. I mean, they don't have a ridiculous offensive line. I think they'll be, They'll be shown their offensive line. Who's their tight end? Do they even have a tight end? No, they have no tight ends on their team. Isn't it like Dawson Knox or something? I don't know who the tight end is. Oh, and one significant win I had, I had him beating the Chiefs just because I don't know. I, I just I just had a had a feeling. And also because um I think this def- that defense could shut down not shut down, but you slow. know, if all goes well, yeah, slow Mahomes and whatever. Yeah. So I have them going nine and seven as well. I just don't see that much potential. In this team okay um moving on to the new york jets we've got i okay last year i think kind of surprisingly the new york jets went seven and nine when people think about the jets i feel like they think that they went maybe four and twelve five and 
Um, they're no <laughs> four and twelve, maybe five and eleven. But I mean, seven and nine, of course, isn't a great record. But considering that their starting quarterback Sam Darnold had mono for half the year, and there was a lot going on, I think it's kind of surprising that they were able to have that um, record. And that's why I wasn't ready to write him off just yet. But with that said, I don't like head coach Adam Gase that much. He was involved with the Bears and he wasn't that great. Um, and I, if you ask New York Jets fans, I think they'll agree with me. Um, I see the Jets taking a few games against some pretty good teams or against just like some teams. They'll, they'll win a few games, which will surprise people. They won't be terrible. Um, they got, they've got Sam Darnold back for this season, which I think will definitely improve the offense. But with that said, they just traded away Jamal Adams, who was basically carrying their entire defense. So I think that those two equalize each other. That's why I have them going seven and nine again. Um, and yeah. I'm not as big on the Jets. I thought that they had a worse year last year, honestly. Yeah, right. I, I thought that they were worse. I have them going four and 12. I think I think that them going four and 12 is just because I just can't see them beating that many teams. Like, they they don't have an elite defense. I mean, they never had an elite defense, but it wasn't it wasn't terrible last year. Jamal Adams is gone. He'll take a lot of, out of them. And yes, I think that they just won that trade, but they're winning that trade for the future, not for the right. present. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I have full faith in Sam Darnold. People are a bit are overrating him a bit. He really didn't have that great of a year last year. That's fair. That's fair. But they okay. They also got Le'Veon Bell, who is still in my mind the top. Le'Veon Bell's a great running back, but mm-hmm. I mean, and they they had a pretty great draft as well. They what? They had a pretty great draft this year. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think that, like, for example, like, uh, they drafted in the first round, I think, a left tackle. Like, Mekhi Becton, I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, and that's, okay, I don't know. I think that'll help their team. That's good, but okay, I mean. There are some, like, for I example, think- I had the Cleveland Browns going 7-9. and nine. I had the Houston Texans going 7-9. and nine. But I think that the, both the Browns and Texans, I wouldn't be super surprised if they made the playoffs this year. Yeah. Put it this way, I would be surprised if the Jets made the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think. I said seven and nine, but that's kind of the their ceiling in yeah. my mind. Whereas um, I saw the Texans and Browns, they both have pretty high potential, but in my mind, I see them uh, going lower than that. Yeah, and I have the I think I have the Jets at their floor. It's four and twelve. I just don't see that much potential in this team. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not a super avid supporter, but just what surprised me most was that they were able to go seven and nine last year because, like, I'll bet you that surprised you too. I think that. Yeah. People assume that they went like four and 12 last year. So after looking at that, I was like, okay, I'll give them, you know, a few games. Yeah. So moving on now to um, the New England Patriots. Sure. Why not? Um, the Patriots. Everyone was excited for the Patriots to finally have their downfall after losing Tom Brady. But of course they got the move of the off season, or at least one of the moves, the craziest moves of this off season in signing Cam Newton I think that the Patriots are such a disciplined team and they had the best defense in football last year. I'm not saying I expect that to happen again, but I also think that this offense will be maybe better than people expect this year. I think Cam Newton is actually an underrated quarterback. I think you kind of hate on Cam Newton, Norrin, but I think through his career, he's been utilized badly and I trust this uh, Patriots staff to utilize him well. That's why I have them winning the division this year, spoiler alert, going 11 and five. So I, I don't see... I see them on the uptick again, just because I have so much faith in this Patriots organization, regrettably. Uh, I actually have the Raiders beating them. I think that's one of my big upsets. I have the Chiefs beating them. Um, and aside from that, that's it. All right. So 
I'm just gonna go into mine. They're gonna go six and ten. Oh, whoa. Okay. Argument yeah. time, but go on. All right. I think that their defense was very good last year. Maybe top, top, top one. They were top defense last year. Yeah. They were top defense. All right. But I think that they lost, they lost a lot of players because of Corona. That is true. They did lose players due to. They lost some big players. I, um, what's it called? I just, I don't see that much in, in Cam Newton. I think he's an injury prone player. I, and there's nothing that the Patriots staff can do to control his injury his injuries. Okay, fine. If you're are you saying that they're gonna go ten and not six and ten because Cam Newton gets injured in week two? I think that Cam Newton will get injured eventually in the season. I okay, if you're saying that, I think that's fair, but I also I'd say the New England Patriots have a better offensive line than the Carolina Panthers ever did. Um that's why, and I think that. Um, I have a lot of faith in this Patriots team to utilize Cam Newton correctly. To be honest, I was not taking into consideration. I kind of forgot about the uh, players that dropped out of England. So maybe more of a 10 and six campaign, but I still do definitely see them winning the division and easily, easily getting over 500 just because they are the new England, not just because actually. Okay. Last year, you know, the Patriots were so bad last year and they lost in the first round. They went 12 and four. Like what? Yeah. I'm not arguing they were bad last year. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. Moving on now to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are a team that uh, surprisingly, they were. They seem like they might be like one of the worst teams ever last year, but they managed to end up 5-11, and 11, largely uh, in part due to the help of quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, who always goes on these hot spurts. But, you know, I don't think he can really lead a team for 16 games. Uh, this season, I have the Dolphins going five and 11 i'm pretty sure it's five and 11 but i just pressed some button um to make it whatever okay i got him going five and 11 um i i think that the they have a very bright future but for now their defense is only all right and they don't have much weapons surrounding tua i think that they can take a few games that's and uh especially since if ryan fitzpatrick is starting he always starts off a little bit hot so I've got them going five and eleven. I have them going four and twelve. I know that you're going to be like, "Oh my God, it's Tua Tagovailoa." But I said, I said during when I was while I was arguing for him that the Dolphins won't do very well because they don't have an incredibly skilled roster. I think that he's going to win Rookie of the Year for many different reasons. I don't really want to get into all of the. It's going to take forever if we argue for it right now. But I'm yeah. saying that Tua is a very talented player, and I think that. Fitzpatrick will be able to lead them to wins just because he's Fitzpatrick. And even though Tua might not be able to lead them to so many wins, I think that Tua will show incredible promise. And I think that even though they have a very, they don't have an amazing defense and not an amazing offense, I think they'll win a few games. They'll just pull a few out. And that's why I look going four and 12. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, go I think we're both kind of in agreement, although I am going to, you know, I, I think it's ridiculous that you're going to have them going. Like, I, I mean, last year the Cardinals had a pretty bad record and Kyler still won, so I guess that's fair enough. Now yeah. that I think about it, you can move on now. So going on to the AFC West, I think the first team we're going to talk about is the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that they're going to go 12-4 and four and win the division. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Wow. Okay. Okay. I let me let me hear what you got to say here. Drew Locke. People don't realize how good Drew Locke was. He threw, I think, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. Great running game with 
Royce Freeman, who's not amazing, Philip Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, right? Receivers, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, better offensive line. They have no offense. Now look at their defense, right? Vic Fangio, who's a great scheme. They have Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. They got AJ Bouye, Jarrell Casey, Justin Simmons. I mean, they're stacked. They're a really good team. People don't realize how good they are. I get that they're in the Chiefs division and the Chiefs are a very good team, but Chris Jones, I think, went on first take and said the Chiefs are going to win five championships. This is the type of stuff that gets teams from championships one year to going down the next year. You know, last year, Tariq Cohen said that the Bears were going to win the Super Bowl. If you get too cocky and too over, over yourself, it can end up going poorly. Now, I'm not saying that the Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs. I still have the Chiefs doing well, but yeah. I think that I think that the Broncos are going to take hold of the division. And the Broncos are going to emerge as the team to is the team, and they're going to go 12 and four. Wow, Oren. Okay, I will admit before I before I criticize you, the Broncos are have a lot of potential on their team. I think they have a pretty good defense. Drew Locke played quite quite well. Brought the team to he was four and one when he came in. Um, and they have all those offensive weapons that you mentioned. I had them going seven and nine this year, just because I'm not sure if they will be able to put it all together. But with that said, looking back, I think I could have had the Broncos winning a few more games because I, I was high in the Broncos and I wanted to put them higher. But with that said, there is no way, no way that the Kansas city chiefs aren't winning the division this year. They are a lock, the biggest lock in all of football to win the division easily. If I had to bet on one team to win their division, I would take the Kansas City Chiefs any day. That is, I think that's clearly there above the pack compared to the others. And we'll get to other teams. I like one of the other teams in this division as well. But I have no reason to believe. The fact that uh, with... um, with Patrick Mahomes injured for a few games last year, they were still able to go 12 and four. And I don't know what record you've got the chiefs going last uh, for this season. I'm just going to move on to the chiefs now just because, okay. I've got the chiefs going 12 and four this season as well, which I think makes sense considering that even with Patrick Mahomes out last year, they went 12 and four again. I have no reason whatsoever to believe that they will uh, declined this year and you can talk about Super Bowl hangover but that's only for losing teams and I think that that's if you don't have any cold hard uh, reason for why they decline I can't point to anything either this offense just only got better this year by by taking Clyde Edwards a and I'm looking forward to how they're going to implement him because I actually do think that he's the best running back and he was the first running back taken this year and I think that he's quite underrated or just I don't know if he's getting a lot of respect and I do think that he will play great this year. So this uh, offense just got better if anything. And the defense is led by Tyron Matthew and Chris Jones. People are sleeping on this defense because they think so highly of the offense, but really they can put it all together this season going 12 and four there. I don't think that there is any way that a team not named the Kansas city chiefs wins the AFC West this season. What do you think about the chiefs? I think that they're going to go 10 and six and I no no, 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 no. No. Okay. I think that they're going to lose a few games. I think that all in all, that it'll be a close, I think it'll be a close call, but I think that people, first of all, I think people overrate their defense rather than underrate their defense. Yes, they have Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew, 
but okay and as well uh, also uh one thing i'll say uh if you look down the line at uh, successful dynasties although defense people say defense is more important than offense if you look at it uh normally teams that have a great defense and a an okay or sorry normally teams that have a great offense and an okay defense do better uh, uh down multiple seasons than teams with a great defense and an okay offense because like the bears in 2018 or the Jaguars in 2017, they declined the next season. Whereas the chiefs and stuff like that, they continue to do well. So the chiefs don't even need, I don't think the chiefs even need a top 10 defense to go 12 and four and win the division this year, because that offense is just so incredibly dynamite. They, I mean, they have no hold whatsoever. They're looking incredible this season. Uh, and just, I would just saying the defense is adding on to how amazing the team is. I think that the Broncos are really, really, really. Okay. I think it's fair. If you say the Broncos are going second in the division, I think it's fair. If you say they're going 10 and six, or I don't care what record you put the Broncos at, as long as you keep the chiefs at number one in the division. And I think 10 and six for the chiefs is ridiculous. Ridiculous. What, what six games are they going to be losing? And I I think they're basing this on literally nothing aside from that. Oh, they're too cocky. But I think that you have a right to be cocky if you're that good. I'm sorry, but I, I, I think you're being a bit ridiculous right now. You can be high on the Broncos. I think it's fine to be high on the Broncos. You can have a right to do it, but that can backfire. Their defense is over. Okay, I understand, but I, I just think it's kind of ridiculous to have that team being that badly. I mean, not 10-6 isn't bad, don't get me wrong, but I have, right now there's no reason. Nothing changed on the Chiefs. Literally, um, I think they have the exact same 11 players on their offense or like 10 of the 11 players on their offense last year stayed. So as opposed to other teams where stuff is shifting around the um, Kansas city chiefs just locked up a lot of their great players into long-term deals, which I think is great because now they're going for this legacy. I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not saying they're winning another Super Bowl this year. I'm not saying they're not winning another Super Bowl this year, but I'm just saying they seem like a lock to win the, AFC West for me this season. I just, I don't know. There, I think there's always a team that emerges and surprises people. I think it's a combination of- That is fair. It's fair if you if you want to say that the Broncos can emerge, but just the Chiefs are too dominant to lose. And I'm pretty sure I actually had the Broncos beating the Chiefs one game. I'm not sure about that. Um, yeah, I did. I had the Broncos beating the Chiefs in week 13. So don't get me wrong. I, I, I do like the, the Broncos. I do like what the Broncos have, but it is not about the Broncos. It's just about you disrespecting the Chiefs for no reason. I think you're saying this without education on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is such an uneducated pick. I disagree. Yeah, I think it's dumb. You shouldn't have based un- Uneducated is a stupid word. First of all, second of all, if you look at trends, I get that you don't this or that, but also if you look at trends, Teams besides the Patriots decline the next year after Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's six years. What's to tell you every single year that team that declines, everyone picks them to win the Super Bowl. They're almost, why is it different? It's different with the with the Chiefs because a lot of times you look at the past years, the teams that has gone to the Super Bowl were pretty bad the year before. Like the Chiefs made the AFC Championship game last year. The the uh, Eagles didn't make the NFC Championship game. The Panthers didn't make it. All the teams that that had the decline last year. Like all the teams that declined after winning or making the Super Bowl either lost in the Super Bowl or um, were a lot worse than the Chiefs were in the last year. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's what about more, the Rams? Listen, the- listen to me. It makes more sense to predict um, 
that a team will do worse in the next season when it was just one clear spurt. Like it was like they didn't make the playoffs or they just got on the first round and then all of a sudden they won the Super Bowl versus where the Chiefs, they've been on the super upward trend ever. And it's ever since Mahomes has come in, he's been playing out of his mind. So I have no reason. Okay. First of all, I have the AFC. I have the Chiefs making it to the, I think the championship run, the AFC. I think that they're going to make it far. And I don't want to take away from them. But all I'm saying is this massive disrespect to the Chiefs. No, I know. Yes, it is. There's literally a tendency of players, of teams. Even you're saying, okay, they did well. The Rams did well the year before. The Panthers did well. Yeah, but how far did the Rams make it the year before? I think out on the first round. Original round. So one round before, one round. Yeah, and how far did did the uh, Panthers make it the year before? Original round. But the yeah, thing division is, around. That's not the AFC Championship game. And it's also, they don't have Patrick Mahomes. Those teams don't, those teams have not had anything close to the, the Chiefs offense. Nothing yeah. close. Okay, but also, for example, look, look at the Panthers. I'm going to give you an example. The Panthers, they had a top defense and a top offense. Yeah, defense, defense. But they didn't have, they, their offense was nothing close to the Chiefs offense. Yeah, what? Offense, uh, having a great offense makes teams more successful. Uh, yeah, Newton is an MVP. What? Cam Newton was an MVP. Yeah, I'm, I don't care. I, I'm talking about year to year. Cam Newton wouldn't have won MVP over Pat Mahomes. This offense, I don't. The Chiefs' offense was better than the Panthers' offense. The Chiefs' offense is better than anything than any unit on those other teams that lost on those other teams that made it to the Super Bowl. And plus, the Chiefs the won the Super Bowl, uh, whereas the Rams lost to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Well, and- well offense is half of the game. I get that you're saying that trend that the trend goes to look at. That uh, typically the offenses do well against defenses, but yeah. also it's not like defenses like good defenses suddenly become terrible and the team does badly. Well, even you were saying that, like when you were talking about the Patriots or the Bills, you were saying that defenses often regress. Yes, we talked about this in, other, in conversations prior. Where the, I, all I'm saying is that teams with good offenses are more likely to sustain their greatness rather than teams with great defenses. And the Chiefs have such an unprecedented level of talent on this offense that I think it's ridiculous for you to say that they're going to lose this much because they nothing has changed. Nothing has changed about their team. What changed and about all the- you're talking about is some trend. What changed about after the Falcons? About the Falcons after they made Okay, this- also, what I'm saying is nothing has changed and they have been on an upward incline as for the falcons uh matt ryan a reason why you would predict the falcons to do worse is because matt ryan had been a maybe above average quarterback and then all of a sudden he had one and oh you don't know change uh shanahan left shanahan left that is what changed about the falcons he was an offensive coordinator what so what he would that's literally the reason why they're great Oren, because shanahan schemed for matt ryan and made him an mvp quarterback and it's so clear because when shanahan left he became uh, the Falcons became worse. Yes, that's what changed on the Falcons. Shanahan left. Boom. All I'm saying, okay, all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I know. I was right there. I yes. was right. What changed is because the difference between the Chiefs and the Falcons is that the Falcons had one year, and it was very clear that Matt Ryan went from being an above-average quarterback to all of a sudden this insane MVP quarterback. As for the Chiefs, I, when, Mahomes, when Mahomes has come in, they've just been on a gradual uptick, and it wasn't like some, like, one like this Super Bowl season wasn't one like outlier because what about the Panthers and the Rams? What <clears throat> Panthers? What about the Rams? They're off the Chiefs offense is much is very superior to the Panthers and the Rams offense. Okay, but it's not it's not like they're both top two offenses. Yeah, I don't Chiefs care. I'm not talking about in the league, but I'm talking about compared to just co- 
because it's different year by year. Like a top, like the best offense in the league could be the fifth best another year. And okay. I think come, if you're well, comparing. Okay. okay, well, offense isn't the whole equation. I get that. I said earlier that defenses can lead to regression, but it's not like a number one defense. Yeah, goes- okay. And the Chiefs still have Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew on this defense. Yeah, which is worse than top- But I would, that, that's probably the worst Super Bowl defense out of all the past five uh, except for, I don't know about the Falcons, but I would take any of those other defenses over that Chiefs. So what? The, what I'm saying is that the Chiefs formula is something that we've never seen between these other teams. And I don't think it's fair to compare the Chiefs because I think that their greatness is something unprecedented compared to the teams in the past five years. I don't think it's fair. That's, to All the teams there. in the past five years are different, just like the Chiefs are different. But what I'm trying to say is, is that it's happening over and over. And I'm not saying that they're, that since it's happening over and over. Okay. Okay. We're going to end this. We're going to end this soon. It's been going on too long, but <clears throat> I, it's not fair to, or not, not fair. It's just, it doesn't make sense to say that a team will do worse just solely based on that other teams have done it. And nothing has changed within this organization. Chiefs, I'm hoping the Chiefs lose two less games. Yeah, but it's it's and you're saying that they're not going to win the division. That's actually the main thing. That's okay. what I was saying. Not winning the vis- the division is just because how how the Broncos did. It's not because That's, they did. No, poor. I, I just the Broncos did better. I'll bet you the Chiefs win the division. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Moving on now. You can. All right. So let's go to the Chargers. I have the Chargers going five and eleven. Not a big fan of Herbert. They have a good team, but I just don't really see that much in Herbert right now. So yeah, uh, that's fair. I actually, you know, to be honest, I had the both. I have both the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers going seven and nine. But I kind of wish I had the Denver Broncos a bit a little bit higher and the Chargers a little bit lower because I am also not a super big fan of Herbert. One thing I do like about this Chargers team is basically everything aside from the quarterback position. They've got uh, a great running back in Austin Eckler. He's kind of like. Christian McCaffrey blight and maybe not as good as a runner, but a great receiving running back. They still got Keenan Allen, who I think is uh, not, he's not talked about a lot, but he's still an exceptional wide receiver. And this defense, if, it, if everyone stays healthy, they've really got an exceptional defense. Um, they've got Joey Bosa among many other players. But with that said, I still think that they'll go seven and nine because I really do not like Justin Herbert. I think he could be a bust. Tyrod Taylor, if he starts, he could win some games for them initially. Um, one major game that I have actually not nothing too special with them. So just seven and nine and that's it. All right. So on the last, last team of the AFC, the Raiders, I know that you are, you're a bit high on the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, the Raiders aren't that good of a team. I have them going eight and eight, like skill wise, they're not that good of a team, but they're well coached. They end up winning some games that surprise you and mm-hmm. they'll end up going eight and eight. They're, they're nothing special. It's not like they're a team that'll, I doubt that they'll be able to make it to the playoffs and make a far run, but they're a team that'll like kind of like the Jets. They'll surprise you by how well they did, even though you, they, you think that they're such a bad team while their record shows something differently. Yeah. Um, the difference between me and Joran, here's the difference between me and you. I think that the Raiders are going to be a great sleeper team this year, but I'm not about to say that the Raiders are going to be better than the Chiefs. <laughs> Okay, I've got the Raiders going 10 and 6 this season. Last year, I think that John Gruden uh, has done a great turnaround with this Raiders organization, although it can be argued, like, did they need a turnaround in the first place since they had Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper a few years ago?
But anyway, the Raiders managed to go seven and nine last year. Wait, what do you have the Raiders going now? Eight, eight and eight. The Raiders managed to go seven and nine last year. Uh, I think John Gruden is a great coach. And I think that he'll prove that he's still got that great coaching ability this season. Um, the Raiders will be one of the most disciplined teams in the NFL. And I think that they work as a unit. Um, they don't have a lot of talent. I will agree with you on that. But I think that this is the year that Josh Jacobs truly breaks out. And I think that they can steal a lot of games and they can beat good teams. I actually, I have them beating the Patriots. I have them beating the Bills. Um, I have them beating the Buccaneers. So I have them, I actually have them taking like a few good teams. I think that they're good. They're great scheming against teams. Um, they know how to shut down and, and what works for them and how to lock down other teams. I just think that they're going to be one of the most disciplined teams. And that's why I have them going 10 and six. I don't want to get into a long argument, but why would you think that the Raiders are better than the, than the Broncos? Even if you can go back and coaching, change. Mainly coaching, mainly coaching. You think that coaching is that important to the fact that a Broncos roster, which is better and nearly. Well, I will admit. Okay. 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 Every category. I will admit. I think the Broncos, I should have had that Broncos going eight and eight, maybe nine and seven. And maybe even look, I'm being so nice. I'm being so lenient. Maybe, maybe, maybe take down the Raiders down one, a tick to nine and seven. I don't think that the separation between the Raiders and the Broncos should be that wide admittedly, but I just still think that they're more of a disciplined team um, and this coaching. And I think the Broncos are, are a team that can give up big games and, and loses close games a lot. Whereas the Raiders are, are just disciplined. As I've said a lot lately, um, they know how to close out games. And that's what I think will be the deciding factor. I think that I really disagree with you on the Chargers thing. I feel on the, not the Chargers, right. on the Raiders. But I, I, we could go on forever, but I really think that just there are always teams that come out of nowhere that have a bit of an easier schedule. Like, for example, the difference between what I have, the Chiefs and the Broncos, right? It's mm-hmm. two games. You know how many games in a schedule are different between, like, two teams in the same division? Two. two. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying the difference between the – I think that the Chiefs and the Broncos will have similar records, right? Except, okay. except the Broncos are going to be able to win those two games against very poor teams because they were not amazing last year. And the Chiefs are going to have a hard time winning against those two teams who were great teams last year. I don't know exactly who they were. But I think that that's the deciding – that's the difference. I'm not saying – I think I have the Broncos going not as far in the playoffs. But I think that the Chiefs in the record in the regular season won't go – it won't be as well as the Broncos. The Broncos are going to have a ridiculous amount of momentum while the chiefs, no matter how well they do this year, I feel like teams who have already won a Super Bowl, it's harder for them to keep momentum because momentum is something that's built as like a first time thing or something that doesn't really happen that often. Okay. Momentum's your favorite thing, but my voice is almost out. This episode has been going on long enough. We, I, I don't know how much more I can talk. So, I think that was a pretty fun episode. Stay tuned for the NFC episode coming out next week. And then all about the Bears in two weeks. And then the NFL season coming up. We are two very excited Bears fans. If you liked it, remember to spread the word and bear down. If you enjoyed this episode of From the Den, please remember to comment or leave a review depending on your listening platform. 
Or if you're a Packers fan, remember to write some nasty reviews and comments. Thanks for listening and bear down.